This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. The pandemic has created many challenges for all of us, including social isolation, which has had a severe impact on teens and young adults. Research reveals high levels of anxiety and depression in this age group. First and foremost, get out of the mindset of waiting for this challenge to just blow over magically. Then, do insects bug you? Surprise, we can't live without them. And the insect population is declining. Bad news for all of us. If you think about just food alone, things like apples, oranges, broccoli, cabbage, cherries, eggplants, pumpkins, strawberries, cucumbers, it goes on and on. All of these things rely on insect pollination. Those two stories and more are ahead on this week's show. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. The pandemic lockdowns have changed the lives of virtually all Americans, but the impact has been most severe for teens and young adults. Here with the story, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Gregory Kufakos holds a master's degree in psychology. He's a licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor and a nationally certified recovery coach and the author of a book called The Primal Method, a book for emerging men. Gregory, I have two teenagers, and I'd like to start with a relatively minor anecdote. Prior to the pandemic, my son had a small group of his closest friends, and they did literally everything together. But now in the past year, they have physically seen each other just twice. They do keep in contact via their phones, and fortunately, he does have some other friends that he sees in person occasionally. But what kind of an impact does this sort of isolation and separation from friends have on teens' emotional health and well-being? Yeah, I really feel for these young people. You know, the reality is it probably wouldn't have as much of a negative impact if we were actually supporting these young people through that type of an unnatural separation. But I don't feel that we're at large doing that. The impact is that it takes them out of their natural element which is to be very, very social creatures. We know that that's a time when they should be out in the social world, making connections, deepening their connections, living their life to the fullest. And this is a very unnatural path that we are creating for them. Gregory, according to Harvard University stats, more than half of U.S. students are being educated entirely remotely this school year and a little less than a third are in class five days a week. But in many places, five-day-a-week in-person school is nowhere on the horizon. Talk for a moment about the concerns of limited schooling in all of this. Well, you know, the school provides structure, and it provides the rites of passage, and it is one way that we usher our young people through life. And this virtual learning is not an effective way of working with young people. And that's just that. People can say what they want, but it's not. There's nothing really I can say. It's not an effective way to to educate, and it takes people away from their, their natural setting, where they want to be. 
The New York Times recently wrote about the shocking increase in teenage suicides in the past year. What do you have to say to parents about that topic, and how serious is that problem? Well, I've been seeing that, and those statistics, both here in the U.S. and abroad, is what is motivating and inspiring different states and countries to realize the profound effect that these measures that we're taking are having. And suicide is the most extreme version, but then there's also addictions of all kinds, mental health issues of all kinds. And unfortunately, it's had to come to this point where they're realizing that really young people need to be getting back into social settings. I understand that you specialize in working with young men ages 16 to 25. Mm -hmm. How do young men typically cope with stress and depression? Well, they usually, there's some healthy ways that they do it, and then there's some unhealthy ways. In the unhealthy way, it's a lot of distraction, numbing themselves out with chemicals, aggression, things like that. What I've found working with young men as closely as I do is that if they're supported and if they're guided, they actually have amazing resources within themselves to cope with almost anything. But my question to you know society is, who's giving these young men the guidance that they need to cope with what I'm calling really the war of their time? This is their World War One. This is their World War Two. But who are the people that are guiding them through this time? So my answer is they can cope very well if they're supported and guided. We're talking with Gregory Kufakos. He holds a master's degree in psychology. He's a licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor and the author of The Primal Method, a book for emerging men. One way that I think a lot of young men cope is through video games, which has become probably the primary activity for many of them in the past year. Are there any red flags that parents need to watch in regards to video gaming? Well, typically, most research out there that I'm aware of says that video games in moderation are actually very good for young men with any type of misuse of anything, whether it's electronics or chemicals. One of the main red flags is when we see that that particular interest is rising to such a degree and all other interests are falling off. So in other words, you know, they no longer want to do anything outside. They no longer want to socialize with their family. They used to love playing the guitar, but they don't care anymore. So the red flag is always when we see that there's an imbalance that is being created. That's what's going to lead to the problem. You've mentioned a couple of times in this interview the importance of supporting teenagers through all of this. A lot of parents are just maybe at a loss. What exactly should they be doing to support their teenagers right now? Well, for me, what I do with the young men I work with, as well as with my own children, is to engage them and to first and foremost get out of the mindset of waiting for this challenge to just blow over magically. Accept that this is part of our life And then start to get creative about how you can navigate. What could you do with your kids? What might they like to do with you? And try to initiate some of that with both yourselves and your community and 
You can be safe about it, however you feel that you need to be safe, whether it's wearing masks or socially distancing, but there's a lot of ways that you can get them out doing things. I've worked pretty intensively with a small group of young men over this last year, and they've had an amazing year. But it took a lot of effort to try to be creative during these times. Creative in what way? What did you do? Well, for one, we used nature a lot going out into nature because that was really the only thing that was available. And then the other thing was most of the young men that I work with, I advocated that they get a job during this pandemic, working as an essential worker in a grocery store or whatever, because the reality was these young men are going out anyway. They're going out to go get a coffee or go get an ice cream. So what I said to them is if you can leave your house to do that, you can go get a job. So for a lot of them, this was their first job ever. And they just, through this last year, they grew by leaps and bounds just by doing that. One of the things that I think weighs on both adults and children is that there seems to be an almost continual moving of the goalposts as to when things can return to normal, if ever, which I think leads to a genuine feeling of hopelessness that we will never be permitted to live normal lives again. Mm -hmm. What can a parent tell their teenagers in regards to that? That's a tough question. You're absolutely right. You know, we're asking a lot of these young people. Basically, we're asking them to sacrifice a lot for the sake of the community. What I do with these young men that I work with is I understand that life for them needs to keep moving forward. When you're 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, in that range, you don't have the luxury of putting your life on hold for a year. So how can we move your life forward during this time? That's the big thing. And there are a lot of ways that they can do that. They just have to set their mind that they are going to do it. Gregory Kufakos, the author of The Primal Method, a book for emerging men. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, do insects bug you? The surprising fact is we can't live without them. That story coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this. 